Welcome to From a Particular Point of View. I'm Dale. This is a podcast where we look at American life and times from a perspective of faith. There's only one God, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. We're on a mission from God. Politics. Why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? An elected legislature can trample a man's rights as easily as a king can. Nerd. Nerd! 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 I'm a nerd. I'm pretty proud of it. And enlightenment. What the good doctor hasn't uh, let in on yet is that your test shows that you're a genius. Please. Your IQ scored right off the charts. There isn't even a classification for you that was so high. All of your tests indicate that you have the most advanced intellect in the history of humankind. It will test your head and your mind and your brain, too. So sit back, literally or figuratively, and enjoy American life and times from a particular point of view. 106 miles to Chicago. We've got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Lighten up, Francis. My lords! My ladies! And everybody else here not sitting on a cushion! Today! Today! You find yourselves equals! For you are all equally blessed! For I have the pride the privilege, nay, the pleasure of introducing to you a knight sired by knights, a knight who can trace his lineage back beyond Charlemagne. I first met him atop a mountain near Jerusalem, praying to God, asking his forgiveness for the Saracen blood spilt by his sword. Next! He amazed me still further in Italy when he saved a fatherless beauty from the would-be ravishings of her dreadful Turkish uncle. In Greece, he spent a year in silence just to better understand the sound of a whisper. And so, without further gilding the lily and with no more ado, I give to you the seeker of serenity, the protector of Italian virginity, the enforcer of our Lord God, the one, the only, Sir Dale. Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to From a Particular Point of View. I am Dale. Hope you guys had a, a great day. Um, if you want to Get a hold of me, uh, respond, questions, thoughts, comments, you know. Yeah, email address is from a particular, no, particular point, watercoolercomments at gmail.com or watercoolercomments at hotmail.com. Indeed. So um, today I kind of wanted to put a, a little bit into um, the tra- tragic event of a couple days ago. Um, with the, um, well, this, this one here, this, this episode here will be more, will be supposedly mainly of Memorial Day. Um, but unfortunately probably too much of it will be on something that never should have happened to begin with. So anyway, Memorial Day, since I won't be doing this on Monday because I have other things to do, this will be my, officially my Memorial Day episode. So anyway, um, the first thing I want to do right off the bat is pause and reflection for the 21 lives that were tragically lost 
at uh, Rob Elementary School in, in, in Texas. A few minutes here, pause for, for the victims. Terrible, tragic loss. Um, and that's one thing that I guess both sides of the political spectrum can, can agree on, is that the loss was just terrible, and it really shouldn't have happened. Um, <laughs> of course, the reasons why it did happen, depending on who you, you talk to, who you know, it, depending on your personal opinions. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it did happen, nonetheless, unfortunately. Um, I'm not going to see, I, I was going to name off a couple of the teachers out of, uh, respect for them. Uh, Eva, Eva, uh, Merrill's a fourth grade teacher worked there for 17 years. She was a wife and mother, three pets. And this is according to the school website. That's and that way I got that. I think on CNN or some website that I got because I was looking for, I was thinking about maybe putting up there the kids' names, but it's like, you know, no, I, I can't do that. I've already seen the pictures of them on Facebook, I think, and they're all beautiful children. Well, they, they were. Anyway, you, you get the idea. They're just gorgeous children, and it's and, and it's a crime. I mean, I was thinking to myself, it, it's kind of a good thing that um, that he did get shot and killed because they, if, 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 they, if he survived, the government would have to put a lot of effort and money into protecting him because he'd be the most hated man in America, and people would be looking to kill him any ways possible. So maybe it was a good thing that that, um, that gentleman, um, border, border Patrol agent as I understand it, killed him. Anyway, there's also Irma Garcia, fourth grade teacher, 23rd year at the school. And the latest thing I heard on the radio is that her husband was so brokenhearted over the loss of his wife, he actually had a heart attack. He actually, I guess in a certain way you look at it, he actually died of a broken heart. I've heard that before, just not in people so young. Usually I hear that in, like in the nursing homes when, you know, these people who are 90, 80, 90, 100 years old or whatever, and their spouse, their long-time spouse dies, they just cannot stand to be away from them. They just can't take it, and they just give up the will to live, and they just they just die. And from what I heard on the radio, was that pretty much what happened here? Very, very sad, very tragic. And what's even worse, even even more is that they had four children so now those children are orphans and it just uh it's terrible um again i will not speak the names of the children they're they're not i can't say holy but uh yeah they um no i'm not gonna do that that's to me that's too much anyway um uh, one thing about this this monster this beast um <laughs> he was hispanic um crazy as enough, as it is um and actually um a guy that i work with actually um because uh, i was talking to him about that he says yeah he's hispanic and it's like uh, and oh, this is the way um again i don't mean to to take anything away from the incident that happened but the young man was very troubled very very troubled um uh, he actually on the way there before he left his home he shot his own grandmother i don't think she died i think she's still recovering and i don't know about his i i as i understand it um he didn't have a father or a grandfather and of course he had a mother the grandmother 
and um, he he shot her and then went in. Just I guess the new the new news I guess is that there was no cop trying to hold him back. The way he just walked right into the back door and went to a class. I guess by the time he got into the into the door, they an alarm went off, so he got into the class. And there is still some some issues going on to what happened, why it took so long, and what he was doing, and blah 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 blah. So, anyways, I understand it. Um, uh, the uh, Irma Garcia actually shielded her body to the children, trying to protect the children, and he just didn't care; just shot him anyway. And I think uh, there's also the story about one of the teachers tried to get them out the window to save them. And, of course, he just shot, you know, him. Uh, of course, the um, the news media, particularly CNN, is to, had pictures, allegedly, of the two rifles that were used. And they were AL. Of course, they said assault rifles. They weren't assault rifles. Don't listen to CNN. CNN sucks. <laughs> so, um, so uh, they... they uh, Again, they they called him. You know, the funny thing is, the first part of it, um, it said that they were assault rifles, and then the last part of it, they were they were calling them AR style rifles. Like, okay, they I would go with that because they kind of. I mean, they're getting really. Dear. I was in the army in the eighties, and my M sixteen didn't look anything like that. So, <laughs> anyway, he went in and. Uh, and I don't know where the Border Patrol agent guy came from, but apparently he was the guy that ended the life of this monster, this evil beast. I mean, I can't think of anybody who'd actually gone. I guess he actually, that was part of his thing, was to kill his grandmother, then go and shoot up a school and shoot and kill kids. And I'm hoping, sort of, that they actually find the reason. Um, they actually, maybe through his Facebook post, and by the way, um, I don't know how true it is, but some of the Facebook posting I've seen claim it's him. Um, he was very much a leftist, as I understand it. There's a picture of him in, in a dress standing next to a a flag that I guess is a transgender flag. I think I I can't keep up with all the progressive flags nowadays. They're just I can't keep up with them. But um, I, I you know, and besides that, he was Hispanic. So, which kind of tells you why you've heard nothing about, you know, and I've said it before, um, you know, if you want to look at, let's say a white guy goes out and shoots, especially if you're a white conservative, especially if you're a white conservative, oh, you're, that, that the news will jump all over you. But if you're a minority, yeah, <laughs> they blame the guns. Uh, so anyway, it is the shooting is a horrific event, horrific, and my heart and prayers goes out to the the families of the victims. Um, no parent should have to bury their own child. It's just, it's it's terrible. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So the the shooter the shooter uh, apparently snuck in uh, without anybody knowing, just snuck right in. So and just. You know. Anyway, again with with the, with the, the the events. If uh, if you, in case you haven't noticed, if a white guy, especially if you're a conservative or, you know, yeah, there are some racists out there who do ter- terrible things, terrible things, and yeah, they should be throw the have the book thrown at them at them. But the news media will will nail you if you're white, if you're a man, if you're straight, if you're a Republican conservative, whatever, they will nail you. I mean, look what happened with uh, 
um, uh, Trayvon Martin, George Zimmerman. They called him a white man. George Zimmerman is an Hispanic. He's a, he's a, I don't know if he's Mexican, but he's Hispanic. He's Latino, whatever you want to call it. But yet they call him a white guy because of his name, I guess. Um, you know, <laughs> there, uh, look at, uh, and look at uh, the Fort Hood shooter. It took, I think it took Fox News two weeks to admit that Hassan, whatever his name was, was actually a Muslim. Uh, he's a captain. He was, I guess, a psychologist, a psychiatrist in the army. And most most medical doctors, to some degree or other, are officers. But uh, yeah, it took Fox News two weeks to break that one to us. And they're still, as I understand, the families are still um, battling with the government for for hazard pay uh, because they don't recognize that as a hate crime. Mm, yeah. And uh, oh, also a piece of news today. Uh, apparently, um, they're trying to pass a hate crimes bill. Um, in the Senate, Congress, whatever, um, you know, to, to eliminate some of these, uh, crimes that are happening, that are allegedly the white on black crimes, allegedly. Um, but yeah, you know, what's going to happen there. They're going to call cause people like me, people like, hopefully people like you, you know, conservatives, um, um, Republicans, whatever. If we speak, uh, not agreeing with the progressives, They've already labeled us as as, as as haters, as as terrorists. You know, most uh, right-leaning groups, the ones that are on the Southern Poverty Law Center's list, they're known that they're terrorists, they're domestic terrorists, and this bill would act negatively upon that. And so I think it got split down the middle. It's not going to get, you know, voted on it like that. But still, as I'm saying, is that you can always tell when when a crime like this happens, take special care in listening to the news. If they come out immediately with something, chances are it's a white guy or uh, right leaning or something like that. If it if you hear well, we have we don't have a lot of information right now on, on the shooter. If you hear something like that, or if they if it takes them a while to if it takes them a while to report on it, chances are the shooter's black, um, progressive, Latino. You get the idea because the the, the media hates putting out news. You know, and if you also noticed, you know, news like that, and if you also noticed, if the shooter is white, is Republican, is right-leaning, whatever, it's about, oh, he's evil, he's bad, he's racist, he's a hater, he's blah, 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 blah. However, if a minority does the shooting, it's all about the guns. Gun law, you know, suddenly strict policies on tightening up gun, gun laws come in. Not about the guy who did it, the progressive, but about the guns. Uh, anyway... <laughs> and, and and actually, that's one thing that kind of sickened me. Is I was listening to the radio today, uh, both um, uh, CBS and Fox News Radio. They're ta- they're covering. I guess there's protests going on right now um, about the gu- gun gun protests, anti gun protests. And uh, CBS and Fox did cover this part of the news. However, CBS would only interview and tell about anti gun people. They would not cover pro-gun people. Fox did a little bit, but still, they, of course, Fox is now, Fox is what CNN used to be before they went crazy. Fox is no longer a good conservative news source. They're definitely left-leaning now. I guess ever since, um, what, Rupert Murdoch left and put his son in charge or something, and his son's a left-wing wacko, something like that. Um, Anyway, even His Almighty Highness, or pined ass, or you look at it, um, Obama actually tweeted, um, for us to remember 
I guess what recently this day or two uh, it was George Floyd's the death of his anniversary. Yes, George Floyd. Remember him, the two-bit uh, druggie. Uh, well, uh, Obama had the audacity to compare a two-bit druggie. Uh, compare that the, the death of a two-bit dru- two-bit druggie. Compared that to the to the brutal murder of nineteen beautiful little souls. And just every time he opens his mouth, which he's getting more a little more and more mouthy, it kind of makes me wonder what's going on. He's starting to speak a lot more. But that guy, he is a racist pig. He is a moron. And I am so glad he's out of office. Of course, he had to because the American people, he he, he suckered them and, into winning. And he, he did win, fair and square. That's because there are some gullible idiots out there who voted him in. And I've heard from several who's like, well, gee, if I knew he was going to do that, I wouldn't vote for him. Yeah, okay, sucker. Anyway. <laughs> uh, speaking of... Uh, anyway, yeah, so let's move on from there. Uh, may, may, may peace come to the, to the hearts and souls of the, of the victims of the families. We're all praying for them. Some news pieces here. I thought this was very interesting. Uh, Hillary, her former, camp, former campaign manager, is actually spilling his guts about the campaign, about what they were doing to Donald Trump. Apparently, yes, she was doing all those things, Donald Trump. You know, because Donald Trump said, oh, she, she's spying on me. They're doing this, they're doing that, they're doing this, they're doing that. And, oh, yeah, it's a bunch of crap. No, it's that's It's a lie. Well, according to Hillary's campaign manager, no, it's he's right. It's the truth. That's, that's you know, Hillary was telling us to do this. Hillary was telling us to do that. So um, I want to be the first person to um, give my condolences to the death of the campaign manager. I mean, after all, We've it's been it's been known that anybody who has information about the uh, about Hillary's events suddenly you wind up committing suicide. However, three bolts in the back of the head isn't really too much grounds for suicide. So, um, yeah. Anyway, um, next here comes the main supposed to be the main topic of the show. So what I want to do right now is, um, is again, wish you guys a happy Memorial Day. Not that it's happy. It's a very somber account. Again, it's, it's in Memorial Day, um, and a lot of people get this kind of, not wrong, but kind of confused or mixed up. Um, when it's Memorial Day, as a veteran, I hear people thanking me for my service. Since, hey, since it's veteran, you know, since it's Memorial Day, happy Memorial Day, you know, you're a veteran. It's like, oh, it doesn't go that way. It's this way. Memorial Day is to honor those who died in battle, who died with their uniform on. That's what Memorial Day is for. Armistice Day are the people who are still in uniform. So people you see walk around in Marines, Army, Air Force, whatever. If, you know, if they're still in, that's what that day is for. Veterans Day is for people like me who had served, who did serve. And that's to honor the people like me. So anyway, um, as per honoring all the fallen and all the wars throughout the grand history of our country. Here we go.
I don't know if you've ever been to a um, memorial service at a graveyard. Um, a memorial service for for veterans, you know, for the fallen. It is very sombering. It is extremely sombering, considering the one that I went to honors all the fallen with all of our battles. Um, it was just, it's very, it's a, you know, it's a very sombering, um, brings a tear to your eye and as it should, you know, this is also one of the reasons why I am so bitter at these, um, politicians, Hollywood scumbags, athlete morons who decide to kneel when the Star Spangled Banner plays. I mean, yes, it's their right. I guess it's their first member right, I guess, to to disrespect the flag in our country by doing that. But it's just, it's it's like you're spitting in the face of everyone who has died to give us what we have today. We have the most powerful country in the well, not right now. We don't because of Biden, former President Biden, who is illegally in the White House. My personal opinion, um, he is destroying this country. But anyway. In the past, we've had the best, the most prosperous um, country in the world, and probably in the history of the world. People might disagree with that, but that's that's my opinion, of course. Um, and for these idiots, these morons, these losers, to actually kneel to show disrespect for cops who kill criminals, I guess is what it was, or something. But just to do that, it just... It's, again, it's spitting in the face of everyone who's given us what we have today. Or we are we are a truly blessed country. I mean, we don't have anybody living in Swaller, not like in India and those third world countries. We don't have any of those. We, I mean, um, you know, Dinesh D'Souza, the filmmaker, uh, I get he's from India, and I guess a friend of his was was went, wanted to come to America. Dinesh asked his friend, "Why do you want to come to America?" And his friend says, I want to live in a country where even the poor people are poor people are fat. That tells me that we are a very prosperous nation. And it's true. I mean, if you go out there and look, you know, you go to the grocery store and see somebody with a, a, a debit card, EBT, whatever they call them, food stamp cards. How many how many of those people look look malnourished? None of them. Most of them are chubby, heavy set. They buy junk food. They buy. I mean, they, you know, they have, they're living in apartments, I guess, that the government pays for. They're buying, they're, they drive cars government pays for. They have Obama phones or maybe Biden phones. But you get the idea. A lot of these people are just living off the government. And they seem very, very happy about it, which to me is disgusting. You know, and, and that's, they tried that experiment um, with, uh, with that kind of living um, in, the, in the beginning of our country, in these, uh, these, little, these little villages. And they, they try to make it a commune to where, you know, you didn't have to work if you didn't want to, but we have to share all our food. Well, they found out that several, many people did nothing while the rest of them busted their butt. And they, all got, they all got equal amounts of food, rations, which that's not cool. Anyway, uh, just again, um, <sighs> is one thing, uh, yeah, about, just try, try to honor those. If you, you know, if you know somebody in your family, who was, you know, who died in battle. Think of them. You know, think of them. Um, something else I wanted to mention about is the, the memorial table, Memorial Day table. Um, there's actually, sometimes, some restaurants do it. I actually have a table with certain items put on the table. <coughs> and I'll discuss, I'll tell you about those here in a minute. 
But if you remember, after uh, after um, former Vice President Biden left those uh, soldiers in Afghanistan when they're trying to when he was trying to uh, shamefully get out, remember that and those people died over there. Well, in order to um, to give honor to the deaths of those soldiers who got left in Afghanistan, thanks Biden. A lot of the restaurants in the country, they were taking pictures of it. They were actually had spaces, tables, booths, and whatnot, whatnot seats saved for these these people. Uh, some restaurants, I, as I understand it, actually permanently put aside a table with 12 seats. And I've seen pictures of uh, the, the, these restaurants and, and places, eating establishments, would get the best of the best of the best that they had, put 12 of them on the table, and take a picture and say, in honor of the 12. Um, bars and restaurants would either put down pull out bar stools with beers up there. Um, some of them put down shots of the best liquor they had, you know, for them. You know, of course, dead man can't drink, dead man can't eat, but it's the honor. Because, uh, I mean, when I, I know when I was in the military, a lot of drinking going on, a lot of drinking. Of course, when you're in battle, that's not fun. Of course, I've never been in battle, but as I understand it, um, some of these movies that I've seen, like Saving Private Ryan, um, the men who were actually there said, yeah, that's that's what it was like. You can't get much more real than You can't get better than that on the big screen. And if you've ever seen Saber and Private Ryan, man, those guys just, it's, what they did alone on Normandy Beach was just, if you've ever seen it, if you've ever seen Saber and Private Ryan, it's insane. It's just, wow, mind-blowing. It is not a place for the snowflakes of today. Anyway, so these, these bars and restaurants are putting down 12 spots, 12 places with either beers, full meals, shots of liquor, anything in, in honor to, you know, to honor to all these people. Anyway, some restaurants put down the Memorial Day. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what it's called. I think it's called the Memorial Day table. I'm not sure. Remember, it's, in the, it's remembering those who paid the ultimate sacrifice. The symbolism of the missing, what's well, called the missing man table. That's what it's called. The symbolism of the missing man table, a, a place of honor, a place, sorry, a place of honor in memory of the fallen, missing, or imprisoned military service members. A flag sits on the table. America will not forget those who gave us who gave us freedom. A single red rose is set on the table. The blood that many have shed and, and sacrificed for our country's freedom. Yellow and red ribbons our continued uncertainty for hope of their return and determination to account for them. The candle is lit, the light of hope, which gives, which lives in our hearts to illuminate our, uh, illuminate their way home. Um, away, illuminate their way home away from their captors to the open arm and into the open arms of a grateful nation, a pinch of salt for the tears shed by the friends and families of the missing men and fallen. Uh, the glass is inverted the inability to share a toast. A slice of lemon. The memory of the bitter loss of those who will never return. Sorry, I'm a little emotional about just thinking about this. The silverware shines bright. A service member gone to serve his his or her country. The napkin is black. The emptiness of the warriors have left in the hearts of their family and friends. The table is round. Our everlasting concern for our service members who are no longer here. The tablecloth is white. The purity of the, of their motive of their motives when answering to call, answering the call to serve. The chair is empty. The seat that remains 
uncla- unclaimed at the table. So, yeah. <clears throat> sorry. Um, I read that. I've, I've seen him in person, and um, you, you see it, and you realize what it's, what it's supposed to be, but you don't really, until you read that, the card, because some, some places will have a little card there to describe what each piece of that means. Some won't. Some, you know, and I've seen actually seen memes on Facebook to where if you know what this means, there's no need to explain it. Just some some will get it, some won't. I know there's some people out there who are anti-military who just don't get it, who don't want to get it. And that's really sad, but um, yeah. Anyway, once again, uh, I'd like to thank the Gold Star families. As I understand it, the Blue Star families are the people who have mil- friends, you know, relatives in the military. I'm not sure if it's just the military or people, those who are serving. Um, I know I'm a Blue Fire Star family. I have a family member in the Marine Corps. Um, bless his soul. Uh, and my heart goes out to all the Gold Star families, the families who have lost people in battle. Um, I can't imagine what li- life must be like for them. So anyway... It's uh, it's it's one of those things like when my you know when my, my family member went in the Marine Corps, I was both scared to death for him and bubbling with pride. I mean, I was in the military and I didn't think, of course, I was in during the peacetime, so I just sat around, and trained, and did nothing. And my family member, he's probably doing that and a little bit more. So anyway, um. So with all that, let's see here. <laughs> so yeah, just um, think about uh, about the people there that um, that you know have lost people. So today, and also think about the the, the school, the, the the teachers, the students, uh, the families. So uh, this has been from a particular point of view. I am Dale, and if you want uh, your thoughts ideas, questions, whatever, contact me at watercoolercomments at gmail.com or watercoolercomments at hotmail.com. So until next time, have a wonderful day and um, keep those people in your minds and your hearts and your prayers. Have a good day. See ya.